This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nos. Good evening. So we are doing the Narad Bhakti Sutra. Uh, we had done till verse sixty-nine. That is Sutra sixty-nine. So we are doing Sutra seventy. We were discussing about the sages, if you remember, the devotees. and we were talking about how they glorify the place how they sanctify a location the pilgrimage places of pilgrimage how they become pure this is what we discussed yesterday so in continuation to that sutra 70 says for they lived live absorbed in him now these great sages devotees those who have unconditional love for god how do they live they are totally absorbed in god that means they do not have anything else going on in their minds they are so self absorbed that they have no idea what is happening around them today when we are in this world we are totally oriented outwards we are always looking outside looking at things which are supposed to affect us look at the diseases look at the problems and everything around us is affecting every individual that is there on this planet earth now total absorption means they have absolutely no idea what happens around them the body may know they may be sitting in one place they may be completely absorbed but there is no recognition as such of what is happening around them see i will explain this to you when cognition knowing something is there man uses the mind to understand an object whatever that goes around our vicinity suppose there is a noise just now you will immediately come to know because you are listening to it you are paying attention to it your mind immediately start deciphering what exactly is it if there is a pin drop silence that also is recognized by us normal beings the bodily people those who are bodily conscious they will recognize every object around them they will have a complete understanding oh there is a pin drop silence that means there must be nobody around over here or everybody has been told to keep quiet so this idea comes to this person but the person who is lost in the self lost in god has no such understanding whatsoever because the mind the intellect and the senses have disconnected they have cut off Now I want you to think how this works. You have seen a madman 
a person who is deranged do you know he performs all kinds of actions or he may be saying certain words or doing certain things but he has no idea he is doing that he has no clue that he is doing something like that why because there is no connection the mind the intellect and the body has disconnected completely he is a disconnected person but a sage a devotee the one who is absorbed in god is absorbed in the divinity and not in the material world so he may look like a madman he may behave like a mad person he may act like a child any of these things can happen to this person but yet he is lost in god and because he is lost in god there is no idea whatsoever for him what is happening in this world so there is a complete cut off and this is how his mind is disconnected it doesn't seem to connect with the material world when the subtle body subtle body is the second the first one is called the gross body second one is called the subtle body and the third one is the causal so now we are talking about the subtle body the subtle body is completely sliced and because that is so there is no idea see we also go through this sometimes sometimes you have cut your finger and you may not even know that it is bleeding have you seen that happen sometime you may have hit yourself you have turned black and blue in a particular place and you don't know how it happened that is because our nerves might have had a breakdown over there there may be no connection as such and that could be the case but in case of a person who is lost in god that is not the condition his external organs that is whatever the organs of action that are there they will be working their working need not be coordinated by the mind in between it's a normal regular action that is happening person may be looking like this but not registering maybe hearing things but not registering you understand registering it doesn't ring a bell anywhere these people those who are lost in the divine as he says absorbed in god are having no clue this is a very divine state to be in many years ago i had gone to a place in about 60 50 60 kilometers away from mumbai it's a place called pain not pain pain p e n okay and there is a datta mandir over there and the person who was 
the patriarch over there being adatt jayanti the whole place was crowded swami samarth uh, sansthan i think i don't remember the exact name the patriarch was sitting in a chair he was very old he had no idea what was happening around him completely immersed in devotion to dattatre swami samarth and he had no clue what was happening around him the people were trying to touch his feet but there was no idea how he was reacting because there was no reaction whatsoever you could not have asked him anything because he was totally lost a state of dhyana a state of samadhi maybe a state of non being itself you really have no clue when we discuss samadhi what is samadhi samadhi is losing oneself this is what it is absorption complete absorption in the divine so the five sheets or the three bodies are just like an appendix you know just like an organ which is there just like that it is there for the sake of being but the person is lost in the spirit divine completely so this is what it means when this happens sutra 71 says from the narad bhakti sutra the past generations rejoice in their fulfillment the divine beings in heaven dance in joy and this earth itself becomes endowed with spiritual savior now we are discussing about this devotee which is the highest kind of devotee the past generations rejoice in their fulfillment what is this fulfillment the fulfillment that this individual devotee is lost in the lord is fulfilling and because it is fulfilling who is rejoicing the saints the sages the devotees of the lord they are rejoicing don't you see your old friends when you say pass in good rank and when you show them your report card they are very happy about it isn't it they say wow congratulations you have passed it's like there's a general happiness around now think about the sages who are there in the heavens how are they feeling about this so when this devotee has completely absorbed in the lord they are totally happy so they say the divine beings in heaven dance in joy dancing in joy a very beautiful scene where nityananda maharaj and chaitanya mahaprabhu are going around on the street with people 
having musical instruments and dancing away in the entire nadeep imagine that scene this scene where there is complete absorption nobody has any clue whatsoever in one of the episodes of ramkrishna parmahansa he has gone to this particular village where they are celebrating that particular feast everybody is totally lost in it and during that journey a very interesting story happens they are going by boat from dakshineshwar they have taken a boat and they are going to this village it's pretty far off so the boat goes is being rowed goes slowly so everybody feels hungry at that point in time everybody is hungry now all the people who are there they are not rich nobody is rich in that boat everybody is very poor so it so happens that suddenly they decide you know that we are very hungry so let us stop at one place one of the villages on the river we will stop over there somebody will get down and go and get something to eat so they stop that boat over there and they look around they have a very small amount of money with them so this person runs to the neighboring village and gets puffed rice you know puffed rice kurmura murmura you call it something <coughs> so he brings and ramkrishna parmahansa is sitting over there he says give it to me and he takes it and starts eating now everybody around is looking at him he is not offering anybody that nobody is being offered and he finishes that thing off whatever that they have bought he finishes it off when he started eating everybody was hungry when he finished eating nobody was hungry <laughs> because their hunger was satiated so just by ramkrishna parmahansa eating everybody's hunger got satiated likewise it happens with these sages this is the very peculiar thing it happens like that it happened with even sudama story you know it's a similar kind of a story so now these are the sages and the saints the devotees they are very very strange creatures so when they see everybody you know somebody entering their zone that is getting absorbed they are so happy that they keep on dancing they sing songs they dance in some of the temples in india also you will find there are kirtankars who completely intoxicate the crowd that is there sitting in front of them there is one kirtankar whom i remember i think he is he is been trying to come over here to meet me for the last i think 5 6 years unfortunately he has been not been able to come now these are good great people and they have their peculiarities so the divine beings in heaven dance in joy 
and this earth itself becomes endowed with spiritual savior now what does this word savior mean savior means the person who has come to save look at all these great saints now if i ask you what are the what are the volume of people who go to temples the number one temple will be tirupati isn't it do you know the number two <laughs> shirdi sai baba's place like that there are places in india where there is a whole load of crowd that goes to the samadhi mandir of these great saints and sages you cannot even imagine that by the way even sufi saints that are there in india like you might be knowing about hazrat nizamuddin or the awliya from ajmer the whole place is crowded it's totally jam packed why is it that people go to such kind of places the reason why they go is because they are the saviors by just taking the darshan of their samadhi mandir their cover as they call it or the place where they their last resting place the amount of fervor that people show in going and visiting these places is mind boggling they are equivalent to the temples that are there temples on one side and the sages and saints who have lost their you know long ago 15th century 16th century somebody might be even 18th or 19th century you see their place is crowded If you go to Tirunamalai there you will find there is a temple of Shiva definitely everybody goes there but if you go to Ramana Ashram that place is also crowded now think about it why is that place also crowded these are saints devotees of god who have attained complete absorption in god and when we visit their places if you recollect my yesterday story where i said that even the saints when they dip their feet in the river the river becomes holy isn't it now imagine their bones imagine their body which is i one more thing i have to tell you normally a great saint he is not cremated no people don't cremate them they are buried okay their bodies are preserved like that so normally people will visit this kind of places and they get a lot of spiritual fervor over there so such kind of places do exist in india and some of them are there in other countries as well some in sindh pakistan some in afghanistan they are there 
Now we do not have much idea about it, but they exist. Now these are devotees, devotional aspect of theirs. So these people are called saviors. So now we go to the next verse, that is Sutra seventy two. Narad Bhakti Sutra, Sutra 72 Among them, the perfected saints there is no distinction based upon caste, culture beauty, family wealth or profession See normal human beings there is a lot of distinction he is fair, he is dark he is rich, he is poor all these distinctions are there comes from high caste, low caste. People are going to do this kind of distinctions. Though today is the birth anniversary of Baba Sahib Ambedkar in India. I am sure some of you all know about this. He was the one who started this particular movement where the caste distinctions had to be removed. You have to remove the caste distinctions. He was the father of the Indian constitution, 1947. So he was responsible for compiling the constitution of India. Though caste differentiation was removed by the constitution, but today also in lot of places this problem still exists. And it is not just now. The caste distinction existed even in the past, long ago as well. I am doing books which are dating back to nearly 3000 years also, scriptures. Even during that time the same problem was there. There were the high-end people and then there were the low-end people. Some of them were called by some name and somebody else was called by another name. Now these distinctions exist in our material world. We are not supposed to have them. But well, the world is like that. But these saints, when they have got absorbed in God, I gave you a clear understanding, their body has no value. The body is completely out. So when you are not the body, what remains? Only the spirit, isn't it? Now when you have the spirit, do you have any idea or inkling about the body? No. Body is just a covering. It's like a chadar, you know. <laughs> Blanket maybe. You're not going to carry that everywhere. So in the same way, the saints and sages, the devotees, the reason why I have switched over to saints and sages, devotees, the word devotion, is because the culmination is into saints and sages. Got it? These are nothing else but saints and sages, the devotees. Because they have highest devotion for God. A story from Ramayana also tells you that. When Sri Ram was going on his journey one was as we call it at one particular Aranya that is the forest he meets with a lot of 
sages and saints performing yagyas and there were certain rakshasas who were trying to disrupt them they were not allowing them to perform their yagyas so they request sri ram they say to him can you please help us out sri ram then goes and kills those asuras that are there so at that point in time the sages and the saints who are doing this they say that we have to complete our puja whatever the yagyas that are doing that they were doing and that we would like to be with you but then we cannot be in this life of ours so can you please grant us in the next life a time with you so these sages and saints are born again during the next avatar that's the krishna avatar this was ram avatar that is krishna avatar so during the krishna avatar they are born as gopis so did you get it these are the same gopis who are there from the golok vrindavan hmm? so when they are from goloka they have been having continuous sojourn with the lord whenever he comes so they come he also is there they do their part and then they go away and he also goes away so it's a same story right throughout so these are perfected saints and wherever they are there is no distinction upon caste culture beauty family wealth or profession so there is no distinction any which way so they are not bothered about the caste the beauty i don't i have not seen a beautiful saint anywhere huh have you seen a beautiful saint the saints look totally intoxicated in the lord they there is no physical beauty in them there is spiritual beauty please remember this it is spiritual beauty is completely intoxicating when you look at ramkrishna paramahansa or ramana maharishi the way in which they look the way in which they are staring you can go in intoxicated yourself the state of intoxication will come to you as well family which family do they come from doesn't matter which family they come from wealth whether they are rich or poor really doesn't matter you have heard so many stories till date have you not heard about the sages and these saints giving away their entire wealth they are not bothered about the wealth they have spiritual wealth see so why are they bothered about the material wealth they are not the body also so no idea about body's beauty no idea about physical wealth also so they may just give away the wealth and just walk away you seen mirabai story which i think i gave one or two days ago she was literally like a queen but she lived very simple lifestyle walking on the streets mingling around with the crowd and when the time came when she was harassed to that level she went to vrindavan and from vrindavan she went up to dwarka where she gave up her life so you can imagine you know having a saint like that who is a sage 
they are not bothered about money they are not bothered about power also they don't have any clue about how much how many number of people follow them the following there is about a year or two ago most of these people you know in india they love to do something which is called a pad yatra padayatra means you go on foot from one place to the other sai baba would go on his own padayatra without anybody knowing about it he never carried his tail you know the people around him he never even bothered about it he never went with this kind of a crowd but the today's people the the people who are supposedly spiritual in they start padayatras and they want thousands and thousands of followers to join them for what purpose to drive some kind of a not a spiritual thing more on the lines of gaining popularity or on the lines of trying to pander to whoever is there this is not the case when the sages and the saints are there they are on their own they have no inkling they have no idea the people who may follow them or not follow them they are least bothered about it and that is the reason why it is important to understand the truth about them so sutra 73 says for they are his own nature divine these saints these great sages and saints the devotees are exhibiting the entire nature of the lord remember the words you are made in the image of god isn't it but can you see god in anybody no you see human beings the good and the bad but the sages and the saints they are pure divine nature having merged with krishna having merged with the supreme divine consciousness they are actually one with him whatever nature that they exhibit is the godly nature the nature of the lord himself so if they are in a state of blissful samadhi please understand this is the way in which krishna is so it is his own nature divine this will give you a clue how to recognize god we are all trying to learn this path of devotion isn't it we are trying to read this book and understand it when i am saying understand it what exactly am i saying we are doing verse by verse going slowly one step at a time now when we are going one step at a time are we not trying to understand the nature of god also how is he 
so when i am doing the other books in the morning that is i am doing another book on saturday sunday that is also there on facebook and other places live that's the uddhava gita there i told you exactly how the image of god is krishna said this word this is how the image of god is and that is an image of the mahavishnu form who is very divine but how is krishna so this particular text which we are doing is telling you exactly how he is he is exactly the nature of the sages and saints there is no distinction both their natures are one and the same and that is the reason why if we have to even go to the places where they are worshiped like i said shirdi and other places you know that you are in presence of the divine you don't have to think that oh how does god look like no if i have to meet guru nanak i know what god looks like do i have to think what god looks like there is guru nanak the great sage is exactly like god there is sai baba there is ramkrishna paramahansa they have just taken different forms of the same divine just the bodily look may different differ some of them may be women some of them may be men it is just for existence in this world but when you look at them you know exactly this is how god looks like and this is his nature so i hope you understood these words so they are his own nature divine so we are going to the next verse which is sutra 74 now this is a discussion on what is called as the obstacles and remedies we are doing the obstacles and remedies in that this section is there where he says what to do so we are doing two verses now verse 74 says when disputation and discussion should not be entered into what does this mean people love to provoke another person you know in hindi we say chabi bharna narada says don't go and provoke anybody because what happens is you are trying to do something and the other person is trying to answer or say something and there is going to be a tu tu mai mai that means a kind of a disputation is going to be there isn't it so if there is a if there are two saints let us say there is sai baba on one side and there is people who are devoted to ram krishna paramahansa and both their devotees now they will have their own people so somebody who is a devotee of sai baba will want to fight with the person who is a devotee of say ramana maharshi or ram krishna paramahansa my guru is the best the other person will say my guru is the best you don't know anything these are called stupid discussions didn't i just now tell you that all these things all these people are just one i told you just now only 
they are not different then why are you going getting into disputations these disputations are not going to help anybody so narada is saying something listen to what he says he says when disputation and discussions should not be entered into never get into this kind of argumentative behavior don't argue can you shut up why because these are vain things they are not going to lead anybody to any place at all on the contrary it's it is it is going to boil your blood you know unnecessarily oh my saint's greatest it's like my my dad's greatest it's like how stupid can that sound they are all amsh of the divine didn't we say that they are lost in the divine So where is the question of individuality over there? Huh? There is no individuality. There is nothing like oh this person is different than that person. Ramana Maharshi is different than Sai Baba. Is different than Ram Krishna ji. Is different than Chetukaram Maharaj. Is different than Kabir over there. Nobody is different. Everybody is same. Everybody is devoted to God. they are lost in god absorbed we did the verse just now we said absorption in god did i not do this verse where they are exhibiting the nature of god isn't it is the divine nature so then what is the point of disputation there is no point the idea is where did this saint come from where did this person come from where did this oh you know he is a drunkard oh you are trying to dig up skeletons in the cupboard what are you trying to do you are not supposed to get into that oh he used to run after women what yeah you don't know that he comes from a very poor family you know he came from a very rich family these are the disputations that come up and why would anybody want to get into this so narada is saying don't bother getting into it please throw them out these are stupid mind you know plays going on is just a ping pong table tennis kind of thing going on So when sages are there and you are a devotee of that there is no point in discussing those kind of things trying to find dirt or trying to find out certain things what you can do is take the name of god sing the praises of god sing prayers and talk nice stuff this is what he means so sutra 75 is in continuation to sutra 74 from the narad bhakti sutra he says vain disputations are to be given up because they can be endless diverse views and all mere arguments they become 
ultimately inconclusive only so narada is saying very clearly that when you do this kind of vain disputation with anybody any person who comes and provokes you or any person who comes and says something you don't have to fight you don't have to get into arguments you don't have to show the world anything they are the divine beings lost in themselves the self we have said i have said this just now only some time back and being lost in the self what is the point because these disputations they are endless they go on and on and on and on and on you are going to get totally upset by them you are going to have bad blood in your hands why for what reason let whosoever wants to say whatever they wish to say if there is another person who is talking ill about this saint or a sage you see his mouth is dirty why would you want to get into a disputation with that person and get your mouth dirty you know when i say mouth dirty means what his mouth is spewing out venom his mouth is spewing out all the ill will that is there there are lots of people you will get love this kind they are going to speak ill about a sage or a saint they are definitely well take the case of jesus didn't he have lot of enemies it's the same thing if jesus could have and buddha could have don't you think all the sages and saints that are there they will also have or no they will also have and because they have they will all somebody is going to speak ill about them and when somebody speaks ill about them you don't have to retort back you know you don't have to respond to that because it will become vain disputation unnecessarily you will be talking about it and then it will become an endless nonsensical kind of a talk and these are diverse views everybody has own views about it is like the stories that we are there you know doing every day aren't there so many views everybody is allowed see those who have mouth they are allowed to speak but if you are following the path of devotion you are not supposed to speak the scripture is telling you that narada is telling you that krishna is telling you that please remember these words there is no point in going after these diverse views let them say whatever they feel like i just now told you about mirabai why why did she go from rajasthan to that place what makes you think she went over there she was called a lot of names a lot of you have seen this movie called padmavat or padmavati or padmavat you have seen that movie you have seen that lady performing a kind of a you know an act where a husband is dead so she also now that was something kind of a sati ritual or something like that mirabai was from the same state and when her husband died 
she outright refused to go there and she said no he is not my husband why she was married to krishna remember so she said my husband is krishna i don't care about this rana i was forced into marriage with him so why should i go for his funeral let them burn his body let them do whatever they feel like and when she did that the everybody in the state turned against her they said this is the kind of thing that we have in our state you have to do this ritual of sati why would a woman want to burn herself on a mere mortal think about it is a mere mortal rana what is the big shakes about him so she refuses outright and she says i don't want to do that so she has to go away from there she goes to vrindavan and says in that govindji temple i told you the story jiva goswami yesterday isn't it gosain also he was trying to pull her down by saying that you are a woman you cannot come and meet me so that is the reason why she answers you know everybody is a woman only krishna is a man and that is why jiva goswami he goes to her gosain goes to meet her now please remember this she was also derided by the whole Num- the whole load of people that is the reason why she went over there jesus christ he was treated badly not only the romans but the jews also didn't they do that it's the same with buddha also is the same with every other person all those who are great sages and saints they will have detractors in their world they will be people who are going to dissuade talk nonsense about them when you are a devotee of god you are not supposed to do that so don't do vain disputations about anything let the world speak whatever they want to they are allowed because they are foul mouth people the whole world is going to deride these saints and sages and the devotees those who become devotees those who join an ashram those who are a part of you know a group of these sages or saints you know the whole world looks at them and says oh you are becoming a sanyasi actually nobody is becoming a sanyasi i am repeating this again but the whole world is going to turn against your own family is going to call you names your own father mother husband wife children they are all going to turn against you it's a part of this life they do not understand it is not your job to go and give them back don't do vain disputations it's not needed don't fight leave it to the lord krishna will handle it that is why he says diverse view and they will turn into mere arguments because finally what comes out of it nothing comes out of it let me tell you nothing is going to happen nothing is going to come out of it the sages and the saints will always be 
very high they have merged in god remember all those detractors were there can anybody name one detractor of any of these great people nobody can name but can you name these great people can you name these saints of course you can you know all the names that i took just now so when disputations please don't do don't argue with anybody don't even try to say that this is right or that is wrong no need because it is all ultimately inconclusive only it is not going to conclude in anything because those egoistic people are going to try to say that they are right please understand they are ignorant they don't understand they really don't understand they are operating from the material worldly perspective what are you going to try to teach them nothing somebody who is completely lost in the material domain you cannot teach that person anything so don't even bother to give explanation to these people never bother to give any explanation don't get into arguments don't talk to them there is no need to respond back narada says the devotees of god do not bother about this they never get into any disputation whatsoever because it finally ends inconclusively so we have come to the end of sutra 75 we are very close to the end now uh maybe 2 days or so or 3 days i don't know yes i have received a lot of suggestions and in that there are a couple of things which i had in mind which i will tell you what i will do we are welcoming questions so there will be interesting questions which you have on the path of spiritual please ask them all right don't ask personal questions guruji what's going to happen to my job what's going to happen to my money my mother my father my brother don't ask me all that that is different this is a public forum ask questions which will lead you towards spiritual way because we are discussing spirituality over here so ask us questions like that you can send them through this facebook or whichever medium that you feel comfortable with send them properly worded i am going to take them up one by one every day all right and we will be doing a small you can add a hashtag ask krishna guru <laughs> it's okay <laughs> all right so what i said was you can ask these questions be legible about it you know don't be confused write the question properly put it in the facebook or any other place in google hangout or you can send it directly to krishnanos.com we have contact at krishnanos.com we will give you all those links all right you can write to us there is no live session as such because it becomes too confusing so we will take up the question and i will give you the answer 
and along with it i will be doing 15 minutes of a small book okay and that is like a story book it is going to be very good very beautiful all right so this is the future that we are talking about <laughs> once our narad bhakti sutra gets over because the spiritual fever is such you know you can lose it very soon hmm the antidote is going to work <laughs> that means once you have gone to work means everything goes out of the window then you have no time for anything all right so now today we have a story again the story is from karnataka now we have a very interesting story here today i was telling you about caste did i not tell you about caste and all that just now we did something about the caste so this is a story of a person whose name was thimappa nayaka thimappa nayaka he was born in haveri district it's a district here in karnataka now he was from a family which were serving the king over there now when they were serving the king while they were you know there are small wars and this again happened in the 15th century okay this is a time when the bhakti movement was very much in the fore so at that time it so happened that this person he was fighting for the king and he was very heavily injured and somehow he was saved now he took it as a blessing and from that day he said that i don't want to be a soldier i want to be a soldier of god so he started writing beautiful poems like they do kirtans and bhajans i told you about it you know so many people they write so he had a guru so normally somebody is there to guide this so this person's guru was there his name was vyastirth vyastirth was a great devotee of god so he got trained in all the vedas and all the other scriptures i remember he was a soldier but he came from a low caste and this caste differences is very much a problem so it so happened that when he was staying over there there were a lot of brahmins who got together and the question was asked over there now all these were great people who were involved in what is called as a discussion on the spiritual front it's vad vivad it's an argumentation remember no argumentation correct <laughs> so yeah the argumentation is going on and the question that was raised was how many of us can get salvation now everybody over there said we will get so when they came to thimappa no i am not going to get and neither is my guru going to get everybody looked at him he says are you crazy you are talking about your guru like this he is such a great saint of karnataka how can you talk like this so in this disputation he said very simply these words he said if i is gone i is gone i may go it's a very twisted way see all this is in kannada okay i don't know much of kannada but i'm trying to tell you in english the ahankara when it goes away 
then i can go and be one with god these were his very simple words and then he gave the answer his guru then gave him a name his name is today well known in karnataka it is celebrated as a holiday over here it is called kanakdasa and kanakdasa jayanti is celebrated in november every year so kanakdasa though being from a very low not that high a caste so it so happened that he went to this one particular temple which is so very famous in karnataka his guru said you should go over there you know vyastirtha said you should go over there and i invite you over here so he went but when he tried to enter the temple the people over there were dead against it they said no you cannot enter the temple because you are from a low caste and you see we are all brahmins we can enter this temple so this person was completely demoralized he said what is this why are they doing this to me and on that he started writing so many beautiful poems and bhajans he sat outside he made a a small jopri for himself and he stayed outside and every day he would sing over there beautiful songs it's it is said over there that krishna which was facing east turned his face to turn west towards him there was a small crack in the wall from which he was able to see the face of krishna today that place is very famous so if you ever go to udupi temple udupi krishna temple this place is called kankana kindi that means the window of kanakdasa so you can see krishna from there finally the place where he used to stay outside i told you no that place is now become the gopura outside just outside the temple people who visit udupi they visit this place also they go to this kankara kindi also that window over there finally later on he was told that he can come inside the temple but it was too late because he left from there and went to tirupati and he was there in tirupati for many years so this is a story of how people those who come from lower caste were treated badly during that time also during 15th century also but today we have to not make this kind of a distinction we all have to live together as one which means it really doesn't matter whether you are a hindu or muslim or catholic or whatever we are all in this together and especially today when we have such a major issue on our hands we all have to join together to fight this great disease that has come in land all over the earth so as per what mr modi has said stay indoors don't go out anywhere and take care of yourself and then i'll see you all tomorrow bye